Welcome to Community Cocktails with Kimberly, hosted by Kimberly Woodard, a realtor for nearly 20 years with Ebby Halliday Realtors. Join her every first and third Wednesday of the month as she meets with the top community influencers to help you get to know the area you want to call home. Don't just love your home, love your community. And now, your host, Kimberly Woodard. Welcome viewers to this episode of Community Cocktails with Kimberly. I am so excited to share this organization with you today. I have Beth and Mary Lane, and we are from Hope Store New Beginning Center. Yes. Lots of words there. <laughs> One name. <laughs> but what a fantastic organization. So welcome. Thank um, you. Let's you know, educate the viewers about the organization. Sure, sure. Uh, Hope Store New Beginning Center is a domestic violence agency. Um, we provide a number of services for victims of domestic violence. Um, that would include emergency shelter, transitional housing, counseling, legal advocacy, um, education and prevention. Mm -hmm. And all of these services are provided at no cost. Oh, wow. So our clients in the North Texas area, mm -hmm. all of Collin County, Northeast Dallas County primarily, okay. are available, uh, we are available to them. Okay, wonderful, yeah. wonderful. And, you know, this is, you know, something that is affected by so many people. Um, and a lot of times people don't know, right, because it's one of those things that is a kind of a quiet Exactly. Yes. Uh, a quiet so, pandemic. Exactly. Yes, 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 definitely. And that that's where we really encourage all of um, our clients and any future victims mm -hmm. to um, know that we understand that's a courageous step yeah. to ask for help and that we're there to help. Yes. Yes, mm -hmm. it is. I mean, so many people that are going, you know, the first step is trying to get help. Right. And, and, to, so, reaching out. and yeah. to reach out and yeah. call our 24 hour hotline. And that really is a, a courageous step on their part. Mm -hmm. so. so you guys started back in 1985? Right, right about there. there. Yes. yes. And um, so in servicing um, since then, I mean, thousands of, um, you know, victims yes. um, that have, yes. you know, and I don't like to say um, just females because it also could be males. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. And thank you for mentioning that. Yes. We do. We've got uh, both female and male clients. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, the children that are right. affected by that. Mm -hmm. um, they may not only be bystanders, mm -hmm. but victims as well. So mm -hmm. we need to make sure that we are um, offering services for, for everyone. And let's talk about the services that you guys you know offer for these um, families from, you know, get. Again, you know, the first step um, for the victim is to, you know, go to the center. I mean, and that's a huge step just right there. So, right. and it is, I mean, it's very courageous for someone to call and say, I need help. And a lot of calls that we get on our hotline are individuals saying, I'm not sure this is abuse, mm -hmm. but I'm not comfortable. Mm -hmm. And so once we actually can talk them through you know, here, here are the different signs. Here are the different things. Tell us what you're experiencing. Tell us where you are uncomfortable or why you are uncomfortable. And then we can either 
direct them, if it's a, a lethal situation, to our emergency, emergency shelters. Uh, we have limited bed space, so we have to make sure that the highest lethality calls are the ones that we are able to accept. Mm -hmm. um, but we can also get someone in for uh, counseling or legal services mm -hmm. or do a protective order, do um, child custody. Okay. So those are the other things that someone may say they need help with. Yeah, and I think it's also important to know that it usually takes a person seven times of leaving before they leave for good. Oh, wow. So we frequently see people who come in and say, oh no, I'm going to go back, and then they'll come back to shelter a few weeks later. So it's really important that we have the supportive services to help them along that journey. Yeah, no, it, and it is. It's so hard for those um, because they do. They, you know, they, you know, because there's some, there's that emotional part with them. There's you know, the emotional and the financial. financial and yeah. then I'm mm -hmm. someone who's experiencing trauma like that, thinking, well, if I leave, how am I going to pay the bills? Right. If I leave, where, where are my children going to eat? Right. So mm -hmm. those are the kind of things that we're able to help with in emergency shelter. Oh, wow. So, um, let's, you know, talk about, you know, some of the statistics and, you know, on, you know, in our area, mm -hmm. how many, you know, people we do see affected. And I'm sure with the pandemic, you probably also saw maybe numbers rise a little bit. And it was an yes. interesting, um, kind of confluence of all of those things coming together because yeah. we did have an increase in calls, uh -huh. but we had a lower number of people actually coming into shelter. Interesting. And it was very interesting. And part of it is, you know the evil you're living with. You don't know what happens when you leave and go to shelter in a communal living situation. Mm -hmm. Is it going to be safe uh, health-wise? Mm -hmm. So we had a lot of people call and say, well, what about transitional housing? What about this? And so we were having a lot of clients uh, in hotels because oh. we didn't have bed space because okay. we had to limit the number of people in the shelter because it is communal living. Mm -hmm. oh, very, that's an interesting. Yeah. 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 But we'll yeah. see 5,000 calls a year to the hotline. Wow. And that's in our area. Wow. Yeah. Right. Now, not all those people need immediate shelter, but they they're calling. Kind of exactly. They need yeah. some, some kind of help. Wow. Wow. That's, that kind of blows my mind. Yeah. <laughs> Take a no, moment. It is. It is. I know. They I know. say it's one in three women, but it's one in four men also, which I shocked me when yes. I started at the agency that it affects one in four men also. Wow. And see, that's, I think that's something that we don't hear as much. We don't, um, yeah. We know that it is affected both um, females and males, but we don't hear that statistic. Right. Um, and so I'm glad to, um, that you mentioned it and yeah. that people are hearing that, you know, it's just not one sex, it's both. Right. So, and higher in the so very neck and neck well let's talk about the agency and some of the th great things you guys um you know obviously your great services um but also what you guys been doing um to raise money and everything for the center oh so happy <laughs> <laughs> we just finished our signature fundraising event tapestry of hope yes fashion show that um we're delighted that our fashion sponsor is Highland Park Village. So we had a lovely fashion show and thank you for sporting our guest <laughs> gift, our um, scarf. So all guests went home with yes. a beautiful scarf. Yes. So, and we were 
thrilled. We um, are almost back to pre-pandemic numbers of attendees. So we had over 325 people attend. Oh, wow. So yeah, we were it very was a excited. Full house. It was. It was a full house and it was a lot of fun, a lot of energy. Yes, yes, I always look forward to the event. It's a lot of energy, lots of fun. Um, it's a great, it's a great time, um, and it's a great event to bring, you know, your girlfriends and go because um, yeah. they have shopping before. So you know, everyone <laughs> loves to shop. Um, <laughs> That's right. That's right. And, um, and then you get, get to see a great fashion show, and you know, of course. And you get to support a great cause. Exactly. So. And all of the funds raised at the event go towards our services. Okay. So the, it, it's a, a, a give back that's worthwhile. Yes. yes. Now, do we have a number from um, yet? Or are we still We calling? don't. We oh, don't. We're still calling. <laughs> I know. I know. Too it, soon. Right. Too it soon. <laughs> I, oh, I we just locked up. I would love to say, that, yes, I have it, but we're still. Um, still getting money in. Yes. Right. And, still, and still totaling and. Yeah. Oh, well, that's, you know, and, and then we also have, um, North Texas giving day and let's talk about, you know, North Texas giving day and, you know, what it means for in general, um, and then how, you know, for y'all. Yeah. So North Texas giving day is coming up. It's always a big event in September and it's just a great extra boost to, you know, help our services, to help hire more people onto our counseling teams and case management teams. Um, I'm really encouraging young professionals to get involved in it. Um, it's not, you know, necessarily a huge ticket to buy it. You can commit as much or as little as you want to. Um, so I think it's a really good way for younger people my age to get involved. Yes, definitely, definitely. And you can donate, you know, from, you know, every bit always counts. Whether oh, yes, it's, you know, yes. $5 or $100, it doesn't yeah. you know, matter, you know. That little that little bit helps, you know, and it can go a long way. Definitely. Um, so I love love North Texas Giving Day. Yes. It's you know, it's a great, you know, it's a great time that people can, you know, give um to all the communities out there that are servicing our communities. Yeah. So I love it. And it's been wonderful this year that they started the giving opportunity on September the 1st. Mm -hmm. So we've had people donating since September the 1st, but the actual day is October 22nd or September September 22nd. Wait, wait, don't go back. And um, until midnight that night. And there's lots of opportunities and lots of activity on the 22nd. Yes. And if you guys want to donate to um, New Hope and we have the link right here, so you can just easily click on it. And yes, <laughs> yes, we would love a donation yes. from you. Yes. Well, let's talk about to how did um, y'all get involved um, into the organization. We'll start with Beth, and we'll go to Mary Lane. Okay, sure. Um, I was in corporate publishing for years, and decided once everybody's out of the house that maybe I would make a a switch to nonprofit instead yeah. of for-profit. Okay. Um, I was um, introduced to Hope Store when I moved to the uh, Plano area many years ago. Okay. And um, through the Junior League. Yes. And so when I was looking, I realized that they needed a director of development. So taking a business background into a nonprofit was kind of a nice mm-hmm combination to be able to do that in what is technically a business role for the nonprofit. Right. So it's been a great experience. I've been there um, seven and a half years. Wow. So 
Yeah, it was fun. A lot of changes. Yes, yes. Definitely. And Mary Lane? Yes, and I joined almost a year ago, I guess. Yeah, I joined last November. Um, So I graduated from college with a psychology and gender studies degree. And all I really knew was I wanted to help people. That was was kind of it. And I kind of found my way into the nonprofit sector. So I've worked with a few different nonprofits around the city. Um, and actually, an old coworker of mine was working part time for Hope Store, and she was like, "I think you'd be perfect there." Um, and so the development associate position came open, and I applied, and I've, I've loved it ever since. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, and, and it made a great, great influence on our young professionals in the community. <laughs> it's been really exciting to see that demographic shift for our um, supporters, as well as our areas of interest and volunteers, and yes. all of that. And let's talk about that. Let's talk about, you know, how people can get involved. And um, we've talked about the monetary, but, you know, people want to give time or, you know, their, you know, their time or what, you know, maybe their business has opportunity to right. give um, help um, in it. Let's talk about that opportunity. Yeah. yeah, I really encourage people to tell us what their passion is. Okay. Like, if you're good at graphic design, tell me that and we'll find a way to get you plugged in. Um, we really want to know what your skill set is. But we have tons of volunteer opportunities. You can work in our shelter, in our resale store in Plano. You can also come to the admin offices, work with us. Mm-hmm. Um, so just reach out and we'd love to get you plugged in where the best fit is for you. Okay. Yeah. We have a beautiful resale store in Plano. It's at Custer and Parker, a little plug there. And um, it is a great place for groups to come uh, because obviously a shelter is a small living space. We can have just a limited number of volunteers come at a certain time, but we have companies that say, oh, we have, you know, a group of 12 that we want to bring to do a project. Well, the resale store is fabulous for that. You can help sort donations, tag donations, arrange the store and all kinds of things. It's a beautiful store. Yeah. Yeah. And just raising awareness is really important. So we have a whole prevention team. We have two educators on staff who will go out to different offices, police departments, schools to teach about domestic violence so that we can break those cycles before they start. Definitely, mm-hmm. definitely, because that's the mission is to you exactly. know, eliminate it. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. yeah, we'd love to put ourselves yes. out of business. <laughs> so, yes, as far as donations and everything, of course, money is, um, again, North Texas Giving Day. <laughs> there you go. Yep. But, um, you know, other things that you guys are maybe in need that maybe we have um, viewers out there that work for companies that maybe can do, you know, a donation of, you know, item in right. kind of item. Right. And we love in-kind items. And we have a listing on our website of okay. our uh, most needed items. You can imagine with two shelters, yes. we go through a lot of basic toilet paper, dishwashing soap, <laughs> laundry soap, yeah. towels, okay. um, twin sheets, mm-hmm. all of those kinds of things that we, we use up regularly. Definitely. So that's something that if you wanted to do a donation drive, okay. just call us, tell us, and we'll let you know when and where you can drop it off. I would <laughs> love that. So everyone that's listening out there, if you yes. have maybe you have an organization out there and you guys are looking for to do a drive, this would be a great yes. organization to do for. And there's definitely a lot of opportunity of items that are needed. So because yes, I mean, toilet paper. I mean, what, right. in 2020, that was the, you know, hot commodity. Exactly. <laughs> yes. It was. That was bigger than anything out there. And it was, it was the craziest time for us too, because, you know, we've got two shelters with multiple bathrooms and yeah. we needed toilet paper like everybody else. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it, it, you, 
you take for granted, and I think yes. you take for granted just the smallest things that were just, you know, I would have never, ever thought that I would be like rushing to different uh, grocery stores trying to get toilet paper or the paper towels. Right. right. And, right. and I have two um, kiddos that are very particular in what they use. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a, I cannot bring home just, That's right. You know, right, right. just one brand. It was like, mom. <laughs> like, well, this or nothing. <laughs> right, right. So no, no. Well, let's also talk. So we've talked about the organization as a whole. And then let's talk about anything else that you guys have. Um, Coming up, that we've you know, you've already had um, the Hope Store luncheon, yes, um, yes. And so, do you guys have anything else coming up in the pipeline for events or fundraisers that you guys do throughout the year? Well, our North Texas Giving Day yeah. is a big day. Mm -hmm. um, we also do a holiday campaign, which is um, primarily a financial contribution at the end of the year. For okay. um, it, it works lovely for people that want to do a, a tax donation. Yes. Um, and then after the first of the year, we have um, a golf tournament in the spring. This year okay. will be in June oh, at Canyon Creek Golf Course. Awesome. So yeah, and so we would love to have new golfers join yes. us in Richardson. Yes, mm -hmm. so you golfers, put that date on the calendar. There you go, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, we do the um, two physical in-person events each year. The Tapestry of Hope in September and our golf tournament in the spring. Yes, good time of year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Great time for those. Well, it has been such a pleasure um, having you both on. And I hope the viewers, you guys learned a little bit about this great organization and remember them when you're making your and donations for North Texas Giving Day tomorrow. Um, again, there's a link directly to their website if you're interested in possibly, hopefully, donating to that. Cheers to North Texas Thank you. Giving Day! Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for tuning in. If you'd like to contact Kimberly with your real estate needs, you can reach her at KimberlyWoodard.ebby.com. We hope you enjoyed our guest this week. And remember, don't just love your home, love your community.